Ladies and gentlemen, just so you're aware, there will be spoilers because you can't do a best and worst of without talking about spoilers. So, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Hello everyone, Frank and Darren back again, and we're going to finish the best and worst of the Scream franchise by talking about Scream 2022. Finally, the shit has come to an end, so let's talk about it. Uh, Darren, you and I both saw this on Friday. You saw it uh, what, roughly 11, 12 o'clock your time, and I saw it around the same time my time, right? Yeah, about yeah, that? something like that. Yeah, yeah and... Uh, I wasn't going in expecting anything. I wasn't, you know, this wasn't a Halloween or a Terminator or a Predator movie where I had high hopes for it. Um, I knew I was going to be let down anyway. Um, So I kind of didn't care what happened in the movie. Um, But then I found out I felt like we'd been here before in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. For me, it was kind of rehashing old ground it just felt like a scream sequel um in in the same vein that all the others did there was nothing for me there was nothing new about it other than the kind of balls that they had to kill off a main character um which we'll talk about um but also i don't think it did anything in the same way that halloween 18 and and halloween kills did nothing really for the franchise in terms of reinvigorating it it was just a serviceable scream sequel and that's it i don't see where they can go from 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 now onwards but i thought it was okay i thought it was one of the better sequels um probably my second or third favorite in in the franchise i'm not quite sure yet i need to let it kind of sink in a little bit more but we're going to do a ranking anyway so we'll find out then yeah i i I walked in. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is the only third movie of this franchise that I actually paid for to get into. One, of course, being the first one. The second one, okay, I went to go see it. And then I was like, okay, this is starting to get old. And uh, then now, three and four, I'm glad I didn't pay for three. You know, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, then And four, I never paid for. Now I came back and paid for this one. Um, but then, through what was going out in the movie... I thought it kind of copied the first one. Kind it did in a way, didn't same it? Same tones and and going back to, going back to like you said, going back to its roots, literally going back to everything. I walked out and I was just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> eh. well, the, the opening sequence is a, a kind of rehash of the opening sequence from the first film isn't it they all are even including the stab movies within yeah 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 and i kind of liked the opening sequence i thought it was okay i liked the sort of nod to the kind of elevated horror that the girl was she's probably a bit too young to be into elevated horror i'm not quite sure how old her character was um what's her name uh tara yeah 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 um I, the, the opening sequence was, was good and they did something that we haven't seen done in a screen film before whereas the the person survived um, which was pretty cool um, it was you know it's it's one of the better opening sequences for sure I think um, but yeah. still nobody can top that original I, I have to ask you what did you feel about uh, not seeing a gold mask ghost faced because everyone thought that was going to be most people 
thought now there's some out there you admit it don't don't fuck lie there's some out there that actually thought that was going to be a new character a new yeah. a new ghost yeah. face now they let did, you down i did see a lot of people um kind of call it early on saying it's probably from a stab trailer or something um however i got called out of the screening by by my work um about for thir- literally 30 seconds maybe 40 seconds something like that and i came back in and sat down and and i didn't appear to have missed anything and when the film finished i was like where's that chrome face ghost face thing gone and I, tw- I went on Twitter and I put what happened to Chrome Face go- Ghost Face. Chrome Face Ghost Face? Chrome Ghost Face. <laughs> and there was another guy as well, somewhere around the world, that said, was he actually in the film? I didn't notice it. I think he fell asleep. Um, but I literally missed it because I got dragged out of the auditorium. I don't know how much of the film I missed that was important. Some people are telling me afterwards that this stab movie they were talking about was supposedly directed by Ryan Johnson. I don't know. It was it, it was a shame that I missed it, but you know, like we said, some people called it, others didn't. Uh, okay, so let's let's get to the nitty gritty of it. Uh, your best character. Um, once again, uh, and I think I've I've said this a couple of times already, Dewey. Um, the pop that he got in the auditorium when he came on screen was just enough to make me realise how popular this character is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the fact that he kind of took on not only his own role of a kind of aged Dewey that it seemed a little bit more kind of settled, a little bit, bit, bit more um, wiser, um, obviously a little bit kind of unhinged as well, but he was also kind of assuming sort of Randy's role as well. Um, rather than, you know, having a supporting cast member take on that role. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and to be honest, I'll, I, don't, I, was, I thought he was great in this. I really did. I, I, he was my favourite character in this film yet again. Uh, it was good to see him there, and we'll talk a little bit more about him in, in the next couple of questions. Yeah, uh, Dewey, I agree with you. Uh, he's one of my favourite characters. I have two of them. Um, Dewey actually has, he's never, I would say he's never believed in himself, either though Gale told him, you know, you should believe in yourself because you can't cut it. And certainly in his final moments, spoiler, in his final moments, he does that. And he, <laughs> have you ever noticed that when he reloads his gun, he has this uh, kind of, uh, uh, what do you call it? Charisma, or you know, yeah, he I mean, flips it open and he's just like he's sure of himself and he closes it back again. You know, he's well, not bumbling. The whole thing is, he fancies himself as a bit of a kind of um, John uh, Wayne, yeah, a bit of a kind of cowboy, doesn't he? Which is yeah. echoed in those 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 music cues you get from Broken Arrow, they're very sort of western orientated, aren't they? Um, and when we come to that moment, when he's walking down the corridor and he's kind of meaning business and he's he's changing the, the ammo in his gun, it's all in slow motion. It's making him look very cool and, and, and almost like um, Western-esque, uh, yeah. cowboy-esque even. Um, but like you Confidence. say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then it all goes to shit after that. But um, I, I think when he, when he finally comes back after saying he's not going to, I think he believes there is a chance that he actually might die. Yeah, I think he yeah. always thinks that, and he's yeah. okay with it. He's okay with it. Um, my second favorite is Tara. 
I thought she uh, did a fantastic job in this movie, especially when she's uh, getting the shit kicked out of her and that knife goes through that hand when she's trying to stop it. Yes. And getting her face. Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, ooh. <laughs> and, and when she's in the hospital, the most quietest places in the hospital where it shouldn't be. It should be one of the busiest places yeah, yeah, in that, all the world. <laughs> that always happens in the Scream franchise, doesn't it? It's, it's happened yeah. a few times before, whereas they're in a hospital and there's no bugger else there. Um, well, she's, they, has, well, she's in that wheelchair. She's squeezing that one wheel, and you can see the blood coming through the gauze because she's reopening those wounds. Yeah. And you can, she's, <laughs> oh, you can tell she's in so much pain. And, and Miss Ortega for doing that uh, acting is, uh, is a fantastic uh actress for doing that so yeah 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 definitely definitely no she was good she was very good like i said she was great in the opening sequence and you know she was a solid character throughout the film so i totally agree with your choices there she went from 18 to 12 in one scene yeah um are you talking about the intro or yeah she looked like she was about like 19 20 i have no idea how old she is you see her in the hospital and she's like is this is she 14, 15 years old? I have no idea how old she is. I really don't at all. Um, a so lot of men old. have said that there and have gotten in trouble. <laughs> let me let me have a look at um, the actress, how old she is. Jenny Ortega. Oh, you've checked. <laughs> yeah, she's 19. <laughs> Just want to make sure. <laughs> but yes, she does. Look, actually, when she filmed this, she would have been probably 17. Because remember this... She could have been 17 because this was filmed at the back end of 2020. Am I right? I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> steady. <laughs> okay. Your worst character. We don't care about these pieces of shit, So let's talk about it. <laughs> um, worst character, I think I would have to say, is um, Dylan Minette's character of Wes. Um, a great touch, by the way, to, to name one of the characters Wes in the film, and also the tribute at the end when it said for Wes was quite sweet. Um, but Dylan Minnette is is kind of an established sort of young actor now. He was in Prisoners. He was the lead in Go- uh, Goosebumps. He was also the lead in Intruder. In, yeah, yeah, he was the lead Intruder in in, um, in Don't Breathe. And he's an actor that I feel should be kind of pitch, pitching himself higher than a sort of than a sort of supporting character in a Scream movie. And he doesn't really have much to do in this. Um, he's, of course, Judy Hicks's um, son in this film. Um, I was just really disappointed with his role. I expected he, that he would have kind of, you know, it would be a bit meatier and he'd have a bit more to do. But no, he's just kind of lined up as one of the next victims in it, which is which was disappointing. He's a good actor. He's a he is a good, good actor. actor. Yeah. 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 And- and uh, for me, I have two of them. Uh, one is Vince, who's just basically a, a victim, a creep. Uh, <laughs> he's almost like, you know, where, he's, where he was blowing uh, a kiss. Yeah. To what's yeah. her name? And he almost felt like he was going to blow, blow a kiss and then put his hand down his crotch and shake it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> after he did that, he's up against his car. Uh, but we all know he's just used as a victim and that was it. Um, no point in having him and also Amber Amber confused me a little bit because she is this you know locked up emo you know woe is me uh, character that kind of didn't have too much screen time till it got to the end hmm. and she was almost like this whiny brat you just wanted to 
uh, have a dog go after and, and <laughs> kill her and then have Leonardo DiCaprio set her on fire. Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, she is squiggy, you know, from what she is in Hollywood. Yeah. And as we know, she does great fire scenes. <laughs> and she goes out exactly the same way that she goes out in this as well, with her head on fire. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, she, yeah. Was, she was, you don't see her too much. And she was, oh, this should be your first clue. If you don't see a character too much, you probably can figure she, they're a killer. Um, mm. Yeah. So me, Amber and Vince, uh, kind of like, eh, don't feel anything for him. Yeah. 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 All right. Now, your best slide. Okay, so the best line and worst lines are. Uh, I couldn't. The cinema was too busy for me to start getting a pen out and jotting things down. Busy. Yeah, I was busy when I went. There was, there was, you know, there was at least I don't know thirty, forty people sat around me. Um, and I'm, this is purely off memory. I probably need to see the film again to to conjure up some exact best and worst lines but from memory my best line is the film is just a line that made me laugh when Richie's kind of chatting to Dewey and he turns around and calls him shitty Sam Elliott because <laughs> of the tash that he's got yeah. and all that kind of he does really look a bit disheveled in this film as old Dewey doesn't he yeah um so so yeah that was my that was my one favorite line in this I know there are plenty more but I'm one of these people who needs to kind of take notes. I, things kind of go... When I watch a movie, a lot of the time I can come out of a movie and I've forgotten about it pretty much straight away. Um, and I need to take notes to jog You're my home memory. already. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen this film again before we recorded this, but I'm not going to get that opportunity. So for now, my best line is Richie to Dewey calling him shitty Sam Elliott. Um, unless you want to record this again in a few weeks, Frank, and maybe I'll be, go a bit more in depth. Is that is that yeah, something you think? <laughs> I don't have the strength. <laughs> I don't think I could. I, I, I feel I would feel like you know Sergeant Murtaugh sitting on that toilet for forty eight hours. <laughs> I just can't move. Uh, Your me, best my, line. My best line is coming from Sydney. Uh, it's. Whatever what she says to Ghostface when she talks to Ghostface for the first time is how I exactly feel when I was watching this movie and any screen movie is the Ghostface is like oh it's an honor you know finally talk to you blah 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 and she basically says you know yeah I'm already fucking bored and she hangs <laughs> hangs up and you hear Ghostface go no 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 <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that that was good that was good yeah I yeah. chuckle. I chuckled at that. Yeah, I'm already fucking bored. You know, just like <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> what about what about? No, that's a good. That's a good choice. That's a good choice. But what about your worst line? Oh, my worst line is coming from Mindy. I think is her name is, which is Randy's uh, niece, mm. uh, and coming from Amber. Where in the, they're in the basement uh, getting beers. Uh, basically tit for tat telling each other you know oh follow you no i'll follow me follow this you know you go don't go in the basement down alone you see f-ing rules they were talking about and there was about 10 15 minutes of them exchanging back and forth down in that basement it felt like an eternity ladies and gentlemen i know it's probably not 10 15 minutes probably more like two but they were like no you go first how do you know i'm not the killer I'm just waiting to stab you wait a minute you go first good that's what i want to hear is Mindy the one that, that um, was the twin? The twin, yep. 
Yep. That was a hairstyle and a half, that. That was it superb. It she, she looked very cute. She's very she did. cute. Yeah, but you know what it was? It was maybe everything trying to explain about this movie and how it was going to be a meta remake. And one thing I have to say, ladies and gentlemen, is that this movie gives a ton of props to Halloween. Tons mm. of props. Yeah, that was good. Uh, yeah. They talk about Dr. Loomis, you know, they were in there. Uh, talk about, you know, I think Richie said Michael Myers. You mean Halloween white mask? Like, yeah, that <laughs> one. Oh, okay. There, there, a lot of props. Uh, also, you know, Sam's surname is Carpenter in it as well. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And you, so, Billy uh, Loomis, obviously, too, is, you know, it's, it's, it's peppered with, with little nods to, um, uh, to, to, to Halloween. Yeah. I think Wes Craven did say Halloween is one of his favorite, uh, movies, horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, uh, plus him and John were actually pretty good friends. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So, yeah, but my worst line is, is is Amber and Mindy, and basically just Mindy explaining everything, going back and forth. It's like, oh, I've been here before. Now you're talking about millennial shit. Come on. <laughs> okay, your best kill. Um, my best kill. Okay, I have to say that the best kill for me was Dewey, because they went all out to kind of let you know that he was actually dead and he survived so much over these films i was disappointed to see him die but they needed to pull the trigger on somebody and uh, one of the og cast members um i would have been quite happy with it being gail because dewey's probably my favorite member of the scream cast um but he went out fighting um which kind of leads into the next section of our um uh, of, of of this with my worst kill but he went out fighting and um, it was a violent death and we knew that he was dead that was it, he's gone um, which was a shame I honestly thought that this was his best performance throughout the Scream series and uh, it, the, the audience reaction when he died was, you could tell they were good, you, know, the, you could tell I don't know whether it's just a British thing that the, that the Brits kind of tend to like Dewey more than the rest of the cast um, but you could tell there was a really sombre atmosphere in the auditorium when when it was clear that he died. Um, so that was my it was my best kill, not because it was Dewey that died, but because I thought it was executed really well. And they had to make a point. They had to have the balls to do it, and they had to make a point that he was dead and that he wasn't coming back. And you know he possibly had the most violent death on on, on screen. I think. Okay, I I I, I could go with that um, I wasn't looking at everyone else's reaction because it was me and maybe five other people <laughs> <laughs> uh, but how could I uh, look at everybody when uh, my wife made the care package of uh, eye patches uh, <laughs> motion sickness pills and earplugs uh, but for me my best kill is actually Richie's death and basically Sam letting her dad's spirit take over yeah yeah. And it was getting stabbed all the time, stabbed, 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 uh, you know, over and over numerous times. And then I think he says something like, you know, I actually loved you or something like that. Ladies and gentlemen, I didn't fucking pay attention to the lines. Um, <laughs> but the last final cut she made right across his throat, slowly. Yeah, right across the jugular, wasn't yeah. it? The side there. That was, yep. uh, that was nasty. And daddy going like this in the corner. <laughs> 
which is another weird thing anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. So your worst kill, let's go back to what you were saying before. It's it's uh, it's Dewey he is also the worst kill because not from Dewey's point of view, but from the killer's point of view because it's Amber. And she's this tiny, frail little thing who's putting up this fight against... You know, 90 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, yeah. Putting up this fight against this cop or ex-cop who's had all the training and he's getting his ass kicked by her and he has a gun <laughs> um, it, it was fine at the time but then when it's revealed later on well you killed Dewey you, you little thing you killed Dewey and lifted him up a little bit and lifted him up yeah <laughs> um, which to me was kind of a little bit of a stretch but when I you know when I when I learned that later on in the film I was like Damn, that's uh, you know, I'm I'm really kind of struggling to get my head around that one. But I mean, I guess it's been it's happened in earlier entries as well, so they probably thought they could ride with it. Um, but yeah, I think that that Amber killing Dewey is the worst kill as well as the best kill, but from different points of view. I, I Amber see. with the worst, Dewey with the best. I could see. I was going to pick that too because it was kind of unbelievable. It would have mm. been. It would have been easier if we believed it was Richie. Yeah, yeah. You know, because he's he's actually, I think, a little bit taller, a little bit more leaner and fitter than Dewey is. And of course, you know, Dewey probably has about thirty pounds worth of extra alcohol in him. <laughs> and Tash. And Tash. <laughs> and he's probably bloated too, because he probably is just it's all liquor and and, and takeaways, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for me, my weakest kill or worst kill is live or yeah, live. Uh, just a bullet to the head, kind of like, huh? Well, a lot of people get bullets to the heads towards the end of the movie, but usually it gets shot in the ball, you know, first, <laughs> or shot in the stomach first, or stabbed first, and then usually the final blow comes to the shot to the head. Which this one was just a shot in the head. It did come out of nowhere, but and. A lot of people that I was sat with were kind of shocked by that moment. But the problem is you're at that point in the movie where you're expecting something to happen quite violent and quite quick. And so when it happened with me, it wasn't so much of a, of a shock at all. Um, so, yeah, so I, I, I get that. I get why you would think that. Or the deputy's death that was in the hospital trying to protect you know, or overseeing nobody enters Tara's hospital room. Yeah, yeah, it was just like, but he had a violent death. He was all bloody and still alive. Mm-hmm. Leading up to all the kills that we've had, or some attempted murders we've had from the beginning up to that point, have all been pretty violent, except for her death. Sure, except for sure. Her death. Yeah. How about what about um, Judy Hicks's uh, kill? Because that was another kind of, I guess, kind of legacy character that that went. Um, I guess they didn't want to pull the trigger on um, on Gale or Sydney, so they thought, well, okay, well, let's get one of the other characters uh, um, uh, to, to bite it. Still, no one ate her lemon bars, did they? <laughs> <laughs> Even her son was it was like, referenced, oh. wasn't it? It was yeah. referenced. <laughs> He's like, nah. <laughs> still tastes like ass. It still tastes like ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think uh, I, I didn't feel anything when she died. I didn't really care. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of kills in here I really don't care about. Uh, maybe except for Dewey's. Um, 
but what is your best moment? Okay, so bearing in mind that I'm a casual Scream fan, um, I can take it or leave it. I didn't really follow any of the, I guess, marketing for this film or any of the sort of, you know, like with Halloween when we get stills and we get interviews and we get this, that and the other, we start kind of configuring the movie in our head as to how it's going to pan out and it came to my attention today that people were aware of the fact that we were going to end up in Stu's house. Um, I didn't cotton on to that fact at all. Um, and when it happens, when, when they, that they're Sydney and Gail realize that they need to go back to the house where, um, Richie and, uh, what's the girl's name? Amber, Sam, Sam, is it? Sam, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's that realisation that, shit, we're in the house where this ended in the first place. And I thought that was really cool because then the camera sort of pans back and gives you this kind of, you know, this 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 shot of the staircase where all that kind of carnage happens in the dying moments of Scream. And they, they got it down to a T. I don't know whether the house was the actual an actual house or the original house or whether it was a, like the bias house they rebuilt it again i'm just a casual fan of this and if you know anything about this do comment below and let us know but i did think that that was a really cool kind of goosebump moment um when we realized that that we're in Stu's house and for me it was the best part of the film and i'll tell you why because i thought for for a long time it was speculated that Stu may come back because people didn't believe that his death was finite in the first in the first movie. There was a part for the last ten minutes of that film where I was convinced that he was going to show up, and we wouldn't have two killers, but we'd actually have three killers. And I was certain it was going to happen. In fact, I was just waiting and saying to myself, "Any minute now, any minute now," and it just never happened. And whilst I didn't want it to happen because so many people had talked about that happening. It was, it just seemed that it would be um, disappointing if that was the outcome. As it got closer and closer to the end of that movie, I wanted it to happen. Mm. And I kind of left disappointed that it didn't. So I still enjoyed the best, the, the, the finale of the film because of how how much you know i was getting excited for what might happen in it but it still left me slightly disappointed that that uh, stew didn't appear and it would have been stupid it would have really been divisive across all the fans and i get it where would he have been all this time you know his body was left in that house he was taken away wouldn't somebody have realized he was still alive over the last four films um but we did get Billy Loomis. Um, and I'm kind of torn over that. I'm not sure whether that was a good idea or not. Mm, I always hate when these do these flashbacks or these, you know, characters that are imaginative. And it just, it just seems like there's just fan service to the ones yeah. that came 20 years ago. But I agree with you. I was thinking something uh along the lines when you and I were privately chatting on Friday and you were saying you were waiting for Stan or Stu, whatever the fuck Stan. his name is. <laughs> Stan, Stu, Stevie. Uh, I know, Matthew Lillard's uh, character. Yeah, yeah. 
I would have loved to see. This is the one thing that scary movie did get right is that there was a third character who was doing all the killing, and that was Officer Doofy. <laughs> when he did the that, that's what this series series needed. Okay, you got Richie and Amber being the killers. That was perfect. And they're saying, you know, they they make a list of all the people that they were they killed during out during the whole movie, and then they and then Richie would say, "Oh, don't forget so and so." And then Amber says, "Don't for what do you mean? Don't forget so and so? I didn't do it. I thought you did it. No, I thought you did it." And then all of a sudden, let's just say another ghost face shows up, lifts up Richie's neck, and slits it. Mm. That would have been like, holy shit. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then maybe yeah. Sydney, you know, Richie drops a gun and blew, blows uh, Amber out of the water. And gets, she gets, of course, gets sets on fire. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Ghostface disappears and you get the phone call and you say, I'm st- I still want to play a game. And then it ends. Mm-hmm. That would have been perfect. That would have been smart. But you yeah. know, this yeah. series ain't fucking smart. But with that being said, my best moment is Dewey's death. Um, I felt vigorated when he died. I, <laughs> I, I, I felt enthralled uh, because it's about time that somebody had the balls to kill off a legacy character. Because mm. I know what's going to happen when we see Halloween ends, and if Lori doesn't die, we're going to feel like this was this roller coaster ride was. Not worth it. It wasn't worth the price of admission to ride on. Yeah, we yeah. need something to happen that's going to shock the audience. And Dewey's death did it. He was probably the best love character with with probably Sydney at the top. Uh, he's definitely number two. Definitely number two. But I think they they did him right by letting him go out a violent death. Yeah, and they. They had to do it. They had to do it, and and kudos to them for having the balls <laughs> to kill Dewey. Dewey done. Dewey's done. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with you, and that's why it was my my favorite kill because I was starting to wonder whether they would. You know, there was all all sorts of speculation as to whether a legacy character would go. Um, it wasn't the one I wanted to go, but I didn't care um, when it finished because, as I said at the start. I don't think that they've done enough to kind of reinvent this franchise. Well, I think they'll just end up rehashing this and or remaking it or, or whatever. It's it, it it seems to be doing well at the box office, and it, it's probably likely that you know that it's a twenty-five million dollar film that they will that they will pull out another one soon. Yeah, how much can you go, folks? How much? <laughs> But but you could say that about Friday the Thirteenth and Halloween. The fan base is there to be able to to to. It's built in, isn't it? They will go, but whether we like them or not, it's a different thing. But yet, there's most most people want to see legacy legacy characters not survive. Can't be as superhuman as the ones that they are fighting. I think that we're done with the legacy characters now, aren't they? But we said that with with Halloween. Um, yeah. But then they just they announced that Jamie Lee Curtis was coming back for another two sequels, Halloween Kills and Ends. Um, I uh, no doubt they'll do. So, I mean, Nev Campbell's not exactly doing much else at the moment, is she? So, if they wanted to come back to do these films, then I'm sure she'd be, you know, interested. But 
every oh, the killers are dead so that's the thing if you kill off the killers you've got to start again and it just feels like another another scream um movie whereas with halloween you can't kill the boogeyman yeah yeah i, I feel like this franchise is kind of like a roll of to- toilet paper you're still pulling <laughs> off a different sheet to wipe your ass <laughs> Hopefully, but the, but it's you're wiping the same ass, but it's a different <laughs> different two ply or one ply and a different brand, and it's starting to wear thin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, stick to the roads. <laughs> oh, just before we go, oh, no. uh, we'll be back tomorrow Friday with a um, scream ranking. It'll be a very short video, very quick, just letting you know what our uh, ranking order is. You can probably guess it by now, anyway, if you've watched all these all these episodes. And um, and then on Sunday, in fact, this weekend, we are recording two episodes with Dave McRae on Nightmare on Elm Street. So we're going to do Nightmare on Elm Street 1 and Nightmare on Elm Street 2 with Dave McRae. First episode dropping this Sunday evening, all being well. So watch out for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. I already said my line. And the best of luck. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Do you have a point?